0: Hello everybody, it's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company and it is July 5th, 2021. How are you today? My goodness, no seriously, how are you today? First of all, Happy um, Canada Day and happy 4th of July for my American friends. Most of us are coming off some sort of extended long weekend, whether you're still on holidays and you're listening to this or you've had four days off like I did, um, whereas um, I know some people that in Canada had Thursday off, went back to work on Friday, and then had their typical two days off. And I know my American friends have today off, so it's a little bit confusing, but here's the thing. We all had a reason to celebrate this weekend. If you didn't have a reason to celebrate before, you certainly had a reason to celebrate this weekend. And whether that celebration is stepping away from the day to day and what's natural and normal and typical and habits, or whether that celebration is extra time with family and friends, extra time on home projects. The point is normally when there's extended time away from our day to day, we tend to step away from our habits, right? I can't be the only one that had these big plans and ambitions of everything I wanted to get done this weekend over the four days that I was off and I don't think I accomplished as much as I wanted to. Now I'm happy. I had a great time. I did a lot in that period of time. I spent an incredible amount of time with my family as I tend to do over the weekends. My mom and dad, my daughter, my grandson, my other daughter, um, my third daughter is away in Banff. I don't know if you all know this, but I have my youngest daughter Halfway across Canada. So she's in Banff, Alberta right now, and she is living the life of her dreams. She's taken a summer job to take people on horseback riding, trail rides, um, day trips overnight, whatever that looks like. And I'm so incredibly proud of her for doing this. Um, because, you know, we all should be following our dreams and just kudos. You and I both know that when you do what you love, time goes by so quickly. And that's the point of talking about what I want to share today. So today's episode is setting yourself up for success. We've chatted before about how to make things easier. We've um, made some shortcuts to our, I don't want to say shortcuts, that's not really the right word I'm thinking of. Um, I guess we've, we've fine-tuned some of our day-to-day with our habits and our schedules and asking ourselves what could be easier But today we're going to talk specifically about setting ourselves up for success and creating space for the moments that matter. So the moments that matter would be what happens when you're not busy doing what needs to be done. Let me say that again. The moments that matter are what you're doing when you're not busy doing what needs to be done. So for instance, the moments that matter could be me bringing a load of laundry up and to ha- stopping to have a heart-to-heart with Tony in the kitchen as he was working on, um, you know, stopping to get a glass of water and we're just chatting for just a few minutes as we're crossing paths. The moments that matter could be when somebody drops, Amazon drops off a package and you stop at the door and say five minutes. You say hello for five minutes and just chat. The moments that matter are the moments that are not planned. The moments that matter are the moments that happen. The moments that matter are truly the moments that matter. So when you set yourself up for success, you inadvertently build room in your life for the moments that matter. Because what that means is you can breathe a little bit. You're not rushing from activity to activity. You're not even flowing from activity to activity. You're just kind of pausing in the moment. And the, only way we can pause in the moment is when we feel good about what we've accomplished when we set ourselves up for success. So lean in today. it's gonna to start with an exercise. so grab your pen and paper. I am going to go over a definition of myself and then I want you to do the same. I want you to take a minute and go over a definition of yourself. okay? So we're starting with a brief definition. So hi there, I'm Sonia. I'm a slightly distracted, mildly frazzled, recovering, retired, passive aggressive people pleaser who has spent most of her life in corporate Canada while raising a family. You can find me often with a cup of water in one hand and my phone in the other. And I hate to say this, but the phone is in the other because every time I'm talking to somebody or making a commitment, it goes immediately into my calendar. So if it is not in my hand, it is close by so I can enter those dates and details into my calendar. So I've got a planner, if you would, in one hand, as I figure out how to navigate life with all of the distractions and shiny objects it takes that get thrown in my path. I am very, very much a squirrel mindset, squirrel mindset. I have all of these intentions to do all of these things all at once. Here's the thing. I can get all of those things done, but it doesn't necessarily need to be all at once. And that's the same thing with you, my friends. Whether you're going to take today's episode, which I'm going to talk about generically I'm going to throw a couple of pieces in there, whether it's mindset, movement, meals, or money for some examples. But for the most part, I'm going to take a step back and do a generic approach. So as you're going through today's podcast, the first thing I want you to do is go back and do that exercise. Define yourself. Hi there. I'm Sonia. I'm a slightly distracted, retired, passive aggressive people pleaser who can be found with a cup of water in one hand and her cell phone nearby as I figure out how to navigate life with all the distractions and shiny objects it likes to throw in my path. How's that? I just fine-tuned it just a little bit. And that's what you're going to do. Take a minute and describe yourself. Who you are now. Make fun of yourself if you want to. I'm a retired passive-aggressive people pleaser. So true. I have Squirrel syndrome. So true. There's nothing right or wrong about these things. But once we can identify who we are, Once we've got that down, it's going to help create the next step, which is setting yourself up for success. Now, I haven't shared this plan with very many people besides my publisher, but one of the books I'm working on is called Your Playbook. It's called My Playbook. It's exactly what it's called. And it is a book where all of your information is in one place. Yes, I use my cell phone for dates and details and times, but I actually write everything down as much as I can. When I'm on Facebook, when I'm talking to somebody, if I'm at home, I will write it down in my book if if my phone's not by, like if I'm in the office, how about that? Or if I'm, I'm in the house, but if I'm outside and I only have my phone, I'll send myself an email, which is why my phone is typically nearby. Um, I'll send myself an email to remind myself to circle back to it because life gets busy. And especially after having time off, it's like, oh, where do we start? Well, we've been working on these habits, right? We've all been working on our habit trackers. It's the beginning of a new month. In order to set yourself up for success, I want to share with you today what it's going to do to help, what it's going to do to help set yourself up for success when you apply some of these strategies that we talk about. Because life can be tough to be consistent when you're first getting started. And think of today, for example. Again, if you're off, it's a bad example, but if you're back to work today for whatever reason, you may have had an extended period of time off. You may have been off on holidays. You just may have been off in la-la land for the last two or three days, and now you're back into reality, whatever you want to label it. Or maybe today is the day that you're choosing to get started and to set yourself up for success. It's always a challenge on a Monday morning. Right, I had some self talk this morning, and I don't know if anybody's listened to Mel Robbins five four, three, two, one It's a very powerful book, um whether you listen to it or read it, it doesn't matter, but here's the thing: I hesitated for a few minutes this morning and I made some shifts to my schedule on purpose having your your schedule, your morning routine is there to help guide you. It is there to help put you in the right place at the right time, and it's there to help give you the right energy. But some days, things need to shift a little bit, and that's perfectly okay. That is perfectly okay, but the trick is getting right back into as much of what works for you as possible. So it can be tough to be consistent when you first get started on a new routine or when you get back into things. You know, instead of kicking myself over the fact this morning that I didn't work out, because that's the only thing I missed. I did not work out. That's it. But instead of that, I've decided to, instead of kicking myself out for not getting on the exercise bike this morning, I decided to spend a little bit more time figuring out what was holding me back. Well, I was tired. I was tired and I'll be honest, I had the podcast this morning, which doesn't normally stop me. But I need to set myself up for success for the upcoming month, two or three. It depends how far I go with this information. Um, Not the information on the podcast, but the information I put together. And this is part of what I'm putting together for you in my playbook. I've worked with a um, a variety of different books and textures of how I want this information to be displayed. But for now, I am literally, I've created pages that I am pasting into a book so I can use it. And I'm going to share this with you about setting yourself up for success and what it takes and what it looks like daily. So sometimes to do this, you need to pause from your typical routine to make room for something new, to make your every day that much more efficient. Did you get that? Let me repeat it because I believe things worth repeating are worth repeating. I want to make sure that you get the message. Sometimes it's okay to pause from your daily routine To prepare yourself and set yourself up for success for the future. And don't make a habit of it. But here's the thing. With my daily affirmations, with my inspired action guide, with my gratitudes and affirmations that I put in a different spot, and my habit tracker, and some of my goal sheets, once I put them all in one place, it's a matter of using that to fill in the blanks throughout the day over the next month, two or three, or even maybe into December, depending on the space I have. I need this for me. I need to have one central spot to put all of my information. How many of you listening to this work a full-time job? Hands up. Yeah, I know I can't see your hands, but okay, so you've got one hand up. How many of you also, little leave your hand up, also are parents or in a relationship? So hand stays up for that. Now, how many of you are Either in network marketing or have a side business of some sort. You're looking for improvements for your future. Hand up. Where do you keep all of that information? Do you have different journals? Do you have different diaries? What does it look like to you? How do you keep yourself on schedule? What I've created, and it's called my playbook, and it's going to be either quarterly or semi-annually that you will be having, you'll be able to purchase the book all put together for you for whatever works for you. So the point is to this book is all of your information, all of it, whether you're looking to lose weight, whether you're looking to save money, whether you're looking to increase your time, all of your information goes in this book. I want your personal information and your professional information in here. You put your side hustles in here, if you would, your network marketing or your side business. You use different colors to help coordinate yourself and however it looks for you. Your daily reminders go in here. Your habit tracker goes in here. Yes, you can still use your phone. And my recommendation is to use a Gmail suite and, or Google suite. And the reason why is because, first of all, it goes from your phone to your computer. You can pull it up wherever you go. You can even be at my house and borrow my computer and access your your Google calendar if you don't have it on your phone or if something happens. So all of your information is in one spot but you're using a hard paper for notes. So if you're working all day and somebody sends you a text or a message and you have this little book with you, your playbook, you can actually write down their name and number and circle back to it because it's a reminder. Whenever we write something down, physically write something down, it has a huge impact, a huge impact. We don't write things down as much as we used to. It is super important. And by doing that complete process, it helps you remember and retain the information. So I use a this playbook that I've created and I use my phone. I don't use them both for the exact same things, whether it's my phone or my my computer, but those are the two tools that I would use to set myself up for success. So when it comes to building new routines and creating new systems, it is often easy to overlook the things we do every day that can be an impact on our new start. Often these things um, we no longer think about. They're on autopilot. We don't think about having a shower, brushing our teeth, eating breakfast. But these are habits we've developed over time that can either help or hinder our progress, which could mean adjusting our expectations. And keep in mind, every day doesn't need to look the same. Every day I get movement in. Monday It's going to be Monday night. Now it might be on my lunch today as well. I might do um, a walk or a bike ride on my lunch today instead of um, this morning, but I have my routines different throughout the week. They all need to look the same. Uh, Every day can be a little bit of difference, but there needs to be room for what needs to be done in order to be successful. Okay. For example... I don't mind doing the dishes in the morning now. It actually works when everybody's gone. I putter my way through the dishes. You know what I'm talking about, right? When the dishwasher needs to be unloaded and yet we ate dinner and now the other sink is full of dry dishes that need to be put away and yet there's dishes from breakfast, from in the morning, from when people, um, Tony, I'll be honest, when Tony left work and or our tea and coffee last night before bed when we had that and those dishes. So, you know, that's one of the things I don't mind leaving, but in the past it used to be done first thing in the morning or at night. But now it looks a little bit differently because it works for me. I have time to get the dishes done in the morning. I am up early. There are things I do, but I leave room in my schedule for the unexpected as well. I don't call it unexpected. I just brace myself and leave a little bit of time. That's why I'm no longer running from activity to activity. So let's lean in and let's talk about what you need to do to set yourself up for success. A couple strategies. The playbook won't be ready yet. I do have some individual pages, such as your habit tracker. And if you don't have a habit tracker, definitely email me. All of my inquiries need to start going through email. I'm going to say that. Um, I'm going to say that now for the future as well. Just because there's so many messages everywhere that um, I need everything to come through my email so I can look at my email and respond to my email. But I am giving for free a habit tracker, a book. It's where you write down your recommended reads and then you color in the books that you've read. Really, really cool. I do have some visuals in my Celebrate Everything Facebook group if you want to see what these are. I did a... Um, post on the weekend, I went live to show people, this is a great time to set up your habit tracker and your success planner for the next couple of months, at least, at least, at least for July. But we know how quickly July goes by, right? Look how quickly the last six months go by. So it'll be really cool when you'll just be able to log in, go online and purchase these directly. Really cool when that can be the case. That's not the case yet. I'm still working on putting them together. And I have another book that's going to be released soon first anyways. So you guys are hearing all of this news first. I believe I shared it last week. The Self-Love, Self-Awareness Workbook. That's going to be the first one to hit the publisher. And that one I'm super excited about. But guys, there's going to be five in total this year. Five more. I already did two. Two chapters and two books. The Power of Yes and The Magnetic Entrepreneur. Those are the two books that you can find on... Amazon right now. If you want a copy, I have the power of yes. Just let me know. I can sell you a copy. Um, I do not make any proceeds from either one of these books off Amazon. That is completely fine with me. I know for the magnetic entrepreneur, all of the proceeds go to help the homeless in Toronto. Um, The people that living on the streets that have um, addictions. I am very proud of that. There's um, a couple people I know that are in AA and I know that this That could have been their result if things were done differently. So I am very proud to help with that particular um, cause. So are you ready? I know, squirrel. But I already said that in my disclaimer, in my disclaimer when I was talking about myself, when I said I am, but I want you to go back to that exercise. Think about, think about that exercise. Now think about how your day flows. Take a few minutes to think about how a typical day for you usually goes. Think about your day in general. What is your basic routine? Don't get too specific. Just think about how your day naturally progresses. When do you have the most energy? Do you need to be productive during a certain part of the day? Do you need to be more productive during a certain part of the day? When does your energy start to fade? Do you take a while to get started in the morning? Okay. Those are some great questions to lean in and ask yourself and understanding the rhythm of flow to the rhythm and flow of our days can help us figure out the best times and best way to implement new routines. Match your daily routines, the things that you want to do to the times they fit you best. So for me, exercising first thing in the morning, I absolutely love that. I know I get tired at night when I go to sit down as my day winds down, I get tired. That's just who I am. I'm a lot like the sun, maybe because I'm Leo's sun, I don't know, but I am a lot like the sun. I have no problem most days waking up early, starting with panache and energy and go, 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 go. Whether I go faster, I go slow. Whether I fluidly go from activity to activity or I'm rushing, but I am a lot like the sun. When I When it's time to fade, I have no problem going into the evening and relaxing. No problem at all. So for me, It's not the best use of my energy and my time to add new tasks and projects and do this creative collection series at night. It's better for me to wake up early to do it in the morning or for me to make it a priority in the morning and move something else to the evening. Okay. So if your tasks require a lot of energy, don't try to do them during the time where your typical energy is at a lull. Figure out what works best for you. Set yourself up for success by fitting in your tasks into the time that works best for you. Attach your tasks to an already established routine. This can be a little tricky, um, but it's a major benefit in terms of successfully starting a new routine. It's called habit stacking. So even when you're not aware of it, many of us have routines or habits that are already in place. We do. It's natural those routines and habits shape our days in a general way. And they have brought you pretty much to the person you are today, right now. So if you want to make some changes to your future life, I'm going to sidebar for one second. I'm going to be a squirrel. These changes can be anything, anything, my friends. And I'm going to completely sidebar. On the weekend, I went and bought some flowy clothes. Every once in a while, I get in the mood for some clothes that flow, and I know flow seems to be the word of the day. But I mean, pants that are breathable—not like yoga pants that are fitted, because I wear those for exercise and I wear those most of the time. But almost like a really light, breathable fabric. Do you guys remember like um, Palazzo pants when we were younger, or like almost like parachute pants, but not really—really um, really breathable rayon type material, or whatever the material is with a fitted top, but something is flowing. And then just the same thing with the skirts. The skirts are wider and they're flowing. That sense of flow for me means non-constructive. It matches the energy that I am working on. It matches the future self-life that I want to be in. I had a strong burning desire for these clothes when I saw them. I even went back and bought another skirt high waisted polka dots. You're going to see some pictures. They look beautiful. I love them because the skirt, I love it because here's the thing. After I wore it for the day, it was too big. Um, the waist, it was just too big. So my mom loved it, but I went back and got a size smaller kudos. But my mom absolutely loved the skirt that I got as well. So I gave her the other skirt because she doesn't like things to fit the way I like things to fit. And we have different shapes and sizes, but think about your future self my future self, when I look at my vision boards across my office here, my future self, she's either in exercise clothes or she's in dresses or something very relaxing, yet flattering, yet comfortable. Yet she looks nicely put together. All of all of the she's, hers, ladies in my vision boards are either in exercise clothes or in a dress or flowy. Those three things. And This is something my future self is gravitating towards because this is something that my life is gravitating towards. I am leaning into the person I want to become. Think about that as your habit stacking. Think about that as you're moving forward with creating your success, setting yourself up for success. Does your future self drink tea instead of coffee? Does she drink a coffee that tastes amazing every single morning, then it feels like a treat. And that way there, she only has one. And I say she, I mean, I know there's a few gentlemen that probably lean in and listen to these podcasts as well. Put yourself in out there. Does your future self golf? Whether you're a man or a woman, are you a golfer? Do you spend that time on the golf course, leisurely hanging out with your buddies? Okay, how can you build that into your life now? What do you need to do now to build that into your life? Do you need to start working a different way? Do you need to start networking on the golf course? So right now you're using it as a purpose. Eventually it'll just be golf. I know I sidebarred, but I wanted to give you a really good visual about leaning into feelings and emotions as you're setting yourself up for success. You don't want to just be setting yourself up for success for the life that you're living right now. You want to be setting yourself up for success for the life that you want to be living for your future self. That's the difference. Okay. What does her space look like? What does her energy feel like? What are some of the favorite scents and smells? How does she look? How does she dress? How does she feel? Think about these things. And and I'm saying she, um, again, I, my apologies to any man listening to these podcasts. Um, I can only speak for myself when I talk about she, so Remember, today's goal is setting yourself up for success. As we're doing that, we are leaning in to defining who we were, who we are, and what we're, as we're going through setting ourselves up for success, we're transferring that into the person that we want to become. So my three goalposts, achieve time, freedom, balanced energy, and elevated finances. I truly want to be working four days a week working my job four days a week, working my business three to four days or four days a week. I want to be working four days a week. I can't necessarily do that right now as much as I can. But if I set myself up for success, if I follow up on people and make sure things don't slip between the cracks, I can build my network marketing businesses. This is I know, right? I can build my side businesses. I can continue to educate myself and build the financial advisor platform that I want to do. Helping people save money, helping people be aware of their money, okay? Helping people reinvest their money back into themselves or to their lives or into real estate, whatever it looks like. We all know there's huge investment in real estate right now. For anybody listening to this in Canada, by the way, I'm going to do a special shout out to my husband, Tony, because he is a mortgage uh, agent. He's been a certified mortgage agent for quite a while now. If you are anywhere in Canada and you are at all looking to save money at all, there's refinancing. If you are looking at investing into any kind of property, that's where he's trying to specialize in. And I say trying to because we're all trying to do things. Um, not that he doesn't have experience in it. That's not what I'm saying. But there is certainly a huge value into buying property. The ROI is huge, which is exactly why I am going into financial advisor and adding that to my platform. Plus, it makes sense. Sorry, sidebar. Back to Tony for one second. I just want to say there is a very special... Um, For emergency workers, there is a very special deal going on right now, and I can definitely get that information out to you. Send me an email. I will send you a copy of the details. I definitely want to be able to support him on his goals and his dreams too, the way he supports me on mine. So if you know of anybody that's a little tight with money, we could definitely have a conversation, and I could definitely pass the information on or set you up to have a conversation with Tony to see how there might be some room there, what that might look like refinancing your mortgage guys, it could be an old school mindset about keeping a, getting it paid off sooner. You might need that breathing room. There's no other worse feeling in the world than feeling like you're suffocating when it comes to money, which is why I've brought money into the table in terms of, um, how I'm helping people with holistic health. It's not just about meals and movement and mindset. It has a lot to do with money and I'm not talking scarcity of money. I'm talking below scarcity, which is suffocating, where you don't want to pick up the phone, where you don't even want to talk to people, where you are self-judging to the point that you feel like a failure. If any of you are listening to this, reach out to me. I will have a conversation with you. I will share my story with you and I will help you set yourself up for success. I went through, a year ago, I was broke. I'll be honest, a year ago, I was broke. I am debt-free now with money and savings. Okay, I can do the same strategies for you that I did for myself, and this is exactly why I am pulling the money piece into here because we all need to talk about it. We don't talk about money, we don't it's a faux pas and we don't stop and think about where the money goes. We want the instant gratification when we have a little bit of money in our bank account because we don't stop and realize that it's going to be there again. That's a scarcity mindset. It's no longer a mindset that fits your future self. okay, I digressed. That's okay. It happens for all of you that are listening to this. You know, I do these podcasts with whatever comes to mind. I have an idea and I take it from there. So when things come up, it means these are messages that need to be shared with this particular podcast about setting yourself up for success. It happens in many different areas of our life. So if you're looking for any changes financially, let me know. If you're looking, um, curious about mortgages or financing or investing, let me know. I will connect you with Tony after we've had a brief chat just to make sure that I'm qualifying you or, or seeing how I can share with him the information. Even if it's a conversation, my friends, even if you know that your kids might be looking at purchasing, I would highly recommend that you speak with Tony first. Here's why. Would it be, it would be so, so smart for them to think differently in terms of how they are going to buy their first place, what it could look like and what the long-term investment is. An investment between somebody that's 40 and 50 years old is completely different than an investment for a 30-year-old or a 20-year-old looking to get their first place. It's going to look different. And we want our children to have a better life than what we have. And some of us might still be struggling and that's okay. That's okay. This is part of your journey. You need to be going through this right now, right? This is why I do these podcasts for free. This is why I offer a lot of information for free. There were many times in my life I couldn't afford the extra help and the resources. I'm very thankful that is no longer my story. Very thankful. Sometimes I slip into bad habits, old past habits of scarcity, not of abundance. Abundance means I know there's going to be more coming in and it's okay if I spend. Scarcity means, oh, I went and spent. Crap, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Well, no, I don't live in that space anymore, right? I live in the space where I'm in charge of my money. I'm in charge of my money and whatever I spend comes back to me because I'm reinvesting in myself. If I buy clothes, if I spend money, not everyday junky clothes, I'm buying quality clothes and I'm investing in myself and I'm feeling more confident, which means it's, I'm showing up more confident, which is the difference that in itself is the difference versus just spending to spend the money. Enough on that. Let's get back to setting ourselves up for success a little bit more intentionally. So we talked about habit stacking. Just so you know, I didn't even forget where we were. We talked about habit stacking. We don't have to... Oh, actually, before we talk too much about habit stacking, let's go back for one second. Tony, as a mortgage agent, can help anybody in Canada. But if any of my American friends are listening to this, I am certainly willing to have a conversation with you regarding finances. We can still talk with you, whether you're Canadian or American, Um I can still speak with you about budgeting, planning, things like that, getting yourself set up for success. And I can connect you with some people in the States. I just can't do the financial advisory stuff in the States. Um, but I can help with a lot of the other information. So both of you, both of you, both countries or anybody else listening to this, reach out if you have any questions. Let's leave it at that. Sonia at freshapproachfitness.ca. It is in here. I do have my email address in this um, written out at the very beginning here. Habit stacking. We don't have to change everything to make a new routine work for us. Sometimes the best thing we can do is team it up with an old routine. What we do here, so doing a load of laundry a day, if doing a load of laundry a day is one of your daily tasks, you know from the first suggestion that you tend to fold the laundry in the evening while watching your favorite shows. So instead of doing the laundry in the morning, you are likely forget about it until dinner time. You could put a load in the wash right after you're getting home from work or picking up the kids, depending on the time, either before you start cooking dinner or right after dinner. It should be ready for the dryer, but by the time your show comes on, the kids are in bed and it's ready to be folded. So that is a good way of habit stacking when it comes to folding laundry. Now, I don't do laundry like this anymore. This is part of my past when my kids were younger, I'll be honest. Most of our laundry now is done on the weekends. And it's just that wash, throw it in, dry, get some other chores done in between, fold. Simple as that. But how does your habit stacking work? Okay, each time you do laundry here, we've added a step back on that example I just shared to an already existing routine, the routine of coming home, the routine of eating dinner. All of those things we just wrapped around laundry. You can do the same thing for yourself when it comes to whatever tasks you're working on. So what you can do is you can blend things together, figuring out what things you can do to help support yourself while building this new routine is a great way to really think about the tasks you're doing and how they fit into your life. So yesterday I was taking, I was dropping something off at Megan's and then she decided that she wanted to hang out with me for a little bit and run some errands with me. I was doing meal prep and meal planning and then I was um, running around to pick up a few groceries so I had what we needed. Normally, I don't do the grocery part. Tony does um, because of my ankles, but we just went to stores that weren't busy. Okay, so here's the thing. Megan wanted to do some running around and she doesn't drive. So I picked her up and she came with me, but then I stopped into some stores for her. While I was in the car waiting for her to run into her store... I actually entered all of my food in for the week, dinner and breakfast. Those are the only two meals I entered in because we eat dinner as a family and I have an idea what I'm eating for breakfast most mornings this week. So I put those into my fitness pal. So I know exactly how much I can eat for snacks and for my lunch throughout the day. That is habit stacking. When I'm sitting in the car waiting, instead of waiting there playing on my phone, I was effective that is habit stacking. That is setting myself up for success for the week. I can tell you now any day this week about how many calories I can have for the rest of the day. And it's not about calories. It's going to be about macronutrients, but this is a start. This is the way I'm setting myself up for success. Okay. So come up with three tasks this week that you want to make some changes for, or add to your schedule or add to your habit tracker. And we're going to talk about the Habit Tracker. I guess I'm willing to give everybody a copy. You just need to send me an email if you want a copy of the Habit Tracker. Absolutely free. If you've used the Habit Tracker before and there is something in there that you have not done. It's one section perhaps that you have not checked anything off. I want you to make that section one of your highlights this week or for this month. Break it down. Break it down so it looks different add two or three. The reason why you're not taking action on something is because it's too big. So for me, there were two things in there that I didn't in my past that I didn't, and I'm going to be completely transparent here, that I actually didn't mark beside. Um, food tracking was one of them. I went a whole month without food tracking. The other one was money matters. So I've added money matters to my schedule to my Google calendar. Now, since, since, since I noticed I was not taking action in those two areas of my habit tracker, and they're both very important to me as a health coach, of course, I want to be paying attention to my macronutrients and finding out where my energy goes. Of course I do. But, 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 but I'm human. <laughs> Just like you, I am human. And it doesn't always happen that way. And I wasn't doing it for whatever reason. I didn't have the time. It was an excuse. It was overwhelming. Well, I solved that problem yesterday, didn't I? I took a few minutes and I solved that problem yesterday. So that's done and out of the way. All I have to do now is put in my lunch and my snacks for the day. Easy peasy. But the next step I'm going to do to set myself up for success is I'm going to put it in my calendar. I am going to put a reminder on my calendar, probably at nine o'clock at night. When I go to sit on the couch or nine 30 at night, when I go to sit on the couch to remind myself to enter in the rest of the food that I didn't eat, I'll probably put two reminders in there just because it's a new habit and I'm trying not to miss this one because this is important to me. The second habit that I want to be successful at is money matters. So again, that's going into my, my phone, but my, um, oh, where's my words? My Google calendar. So I know then I am looking at the money regularly. And does it mean I have to invoice daily? No. Does it mean I have to look at my receipts daily? No. It means I have to do some action regarding money daily because when I just leave it as money matters, it's too broad. It's too broad. So maybe I'm going to say enter 10 receipts daily. Okay, that's going to be progress. Absolutely. Could I do 10 receipts daily? Yep. Could I clean my wallet out on a, on a Monday morning and dump it into my in tray and then go through those receipts daily? Yep. Maybe not daily. Maybe I won't get 10 done, but maybe I will. Okay. Maybe I can go through my emails and find 10 receipts to enter because I know I've got them all in there, right? It can be simple. Maybe one day a week I can be specific. Money matters. 10 receipts daily. Okay. Done. The next thing I can do, go through a credit card statement. Once a week. If you have two credit cards, pick one this week, one next week. Print out the statement or take a look at it. Make some changes. What can you cancel? What are you not using? Where are you at? What's your interest rate at? What is the due date? Revisit it. Have your finger on the pulse. You can do that once a week. Or you can do that once a month. Just check it once a month. But be specific. This is how you're going to set yourself up for success. Yesterday when I meal planned... I actually used my note section on my phone. I put out the five-day meal plan. I put it, I came up with the ideas first. Then I identified how they were going to be cooked each meal, about how long they would need and how many I'm going to be writing down my, nap, my macronutrients for each meal. So I wrote down oven stove and I wrote down barbecue. So I know what needs to be done because it's in the middle of my work day. I work till six every day. I need to make this as easy as I can. And I need to be able to communicate this to my family. This is a way of setting myself up for success. It's in my notes section under the date. So I can come back to this. Or I can make changes. Or if we decide not to eat that particular meal this week, I can circle back to it. So let's talk about getting you started for success. Take a look at at least three things, two or three things that you want to add that your future self is desiring, and and I want to be clear, it's for your future self. So for me, tracking my food means I'm going to be able to lose weight a little bit quicker because I'm already doing the fitness. So it already means I'm going to be able to be more mindful with the food that I'm intentionally eating, eat for energy, not for emotions or for cravings, but leave a little bit of room for life, right? But I just want to have my finger on the pulse more than where I'm at right now to help expedite my health journey. Cause I am moving my body quite nicely and I want to be able to nourish my body the same way. So that's one of my things. My second one is the money matters. I want to be able to go spend money if I want to or go do something if I want to. However, however, I want to be able to save. I want to be able to reinvest in life, my business. I want to buy that future cottage you've heard me talk about. I can't do that if I'm not spending money. When I know those goals, It's going to make my day that much more effective when it comes to my playbook, when it comes to the actions and setting myself up for success. It doesn't have to be a lot of things. I want you to pick two or three things that you can focus on. I don't want you to schedule these in your planner or anything yet. We're not trying to add more to your to-do list. We're just looking at what we can do to make these two or three things easier things we don't have to do, but would be nice if we could. So some ideas, set aside a designated time to focus on all or one of your tasks. So it's what I'm doing today. I'm setting up my creative collections, my playbook. I'm setting that up this morning before I start work. Maybe not. It's half an hour. It might be done later today. This might get pushed to my lunch, just saying, but that's okay. There is space for that today. Ready? Things you could do during the day that will make your two or three tasks easier, which we just talked about this. Ideas for how quickly you can get your task done or find alternative ways for those days you just can't get them done exactly how you want. Things others in your home or work could do. So is there a task somebody else can do to free up your time to do what you want to do? So for instance, this weekend wouldn't have been possible because this weekend actually was the opposite. Tony was tiling the kitchen with my dad. That kept them busy. Then we went golfing because we go golfing with my dad every other week, my dad and my brother. And it was me that had to step up and do more of the household stuff while he was getting a big project done. That's okay. That's what partnerships are for. So it can look reverse too. And it should look reverse if you're both trying to grow. So what are tasks that other people can do? Can you bring in a babysitter so you can take a course? I don't know. Can you ask your family member to watch your son or your daughter? Or can you work with an accountability coach to help you stay on track? Can you delegate a part of your tasks that need to get done? Can you hire a bookkeeper to enter your receipts? Yep, you absolutely can. Is it worth the money? For some people, it's worth the money for me. It's finding the right bookkeeper that works for me. Somebody that knows me. Somebody that I can say, here's the scenario, you do the work. But those people are hard to find. You need to find what works for you. Are there tools? that you can to make the job easier, such as MyFitnessPal. And then to help keep your ideas in one place, I do have these worksheets that I put together in the playbook. For now, get yourself one diary, one planner. That's it. One book and put all of your information in one book. And it can be just a notebook for now, dated. Write down the things that you want to focus on and the supportive things that you want to do. Okay why you want to do it. So some examples, some things I don't write down because it makes sense. Emptying the dishwasher in the morning. This way here, it can be loaded all day long. Load the dishwasher throughout the day. That way there, the work is easier after dinner. Clean as I cook. I always do this. Always a good one, but sometimes we forget or we put it off because we need to do the dishwasher or we need to empty the sink first. Like I can't work unless the kitchen is clean. So when these little tasks happen, I actually... It will delay me starting dinner, depending on what I'm making, depending if it's something on the stove where I need to spend a lot of attention cooking it, or if it's something that I need to cook and it needs to simmer, or I can go back like cooking ground beef, for instance, I can wash a sink full of dishes while the ground beef is cooking, right? So have a family member set or clear the table, huge help. Even if you have a guest and you're comfortable with that guest, ask them to clear one space so it's done. It only takes two minutes, but this way here, I can focus on cleaning up or washing the dishes or rinsing them or moving forward in the other areas of the kitchen. Here's another good one. Fill the sink with hot soapy water while I dish up the meal. This way everything else can go straight in and soak. Quickly rinsed. Quickly rinsed. Especially if there's something that needs to be soaked overnight. I leave that to the end and I soak it. Set up a deadline. So everything is cleaned up immediately right after dinner before you do the next thing. And ask family members to help. You know, you can follow these simple steps with every other area of your life. There's a number of things that we can do to make life easier. Work smarter, not harder. That's exactly what we're aiming for in today's episode. A system that works for us, not the other way around. Taking a few minutes to think about how you can set yourself up for success is one of the best things you can do for yourself. So what, what is it that you want to do to set yourself up for success? Send me an email. I want to hear what you're working on. I want to hear how I can support you today on this journey. And of course, I would love to hear your statement at the very beginning. I would love to hear that because it tells me who I'm speaking to. Let me re, re- let me revisit mine. So this is some of your homework pieces. Hi there. I'm Sonia, a slightly distracted, mildly frazzled, Retired passive aggressive people pleaser who can be found with a cup of water in one hand and her cell phone nearby as I figure out how to navigate life with all of the distractions and shiny objects it likes to throw in my path. Love that. That is so me. I have major squirrel syndrome, and that's okay. It actually helps me get things done when I lean into it and do it properly. So, my last question for you, my friends how are you setting yourself up for success for the last six months of 2021? I want to hear from you. Sonia at freshapproachfitness.ca or you can look um, at freshapproachfitness.ca. Definitely feel free to Google Ask Sonia. We will talk soon and make it a fantastic week.